Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. And by Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. Inflation is going through the roof. Graham Ledger owns gold and silver, and you should consider it too. Go to bh-pm.com, bh-pm.com, or call 866-3-GOLD-25, 866-3-GOLD-25 for Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. Thank you. All right, Mr. News. Hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, why the Arizona Senate should arrest the chair of the Board of Supervisors, the CEO of Dominion, and claim eminent domain over their assets. Stand by. The doors of the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchor man was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. A judge ordered documents and communications relating to the ongoing audit of Maricopa County's election results to be turned over. And that's just the beginning of the legal actions ahead. Fox 10's Matt Galka joins us live from the Capitol. Matt. Well, guys, a lot going on surrounding the audit. As always, on one side, a win for the group who's questioning the methodology that the auditors on, are using. And on the other, a very high-ranking senator wants the state's attorney general to intervene. The Arizona Senate must immediately release records relating to the ongoing audit. That's the ruling from a Maricopa County Superior Court judge in favor of left-leaning American oversight the group that sued for the records. We're seeking documents relating to the financing of the audit, uh, the methodology of the audit, and communications between the Senate and uh, the auditors and their subcontractors. This is basically just a look under the hood. It's an audit of the audit. Superior Court Judge Michael Kemp rejected the argument that the documents held by the cyber ninjas, the firm running the audit, are not public records. American Oversight wants the documents by the end of the month. We think properly, promptly, uh, should be informed by the court's finding that these documents are of high public importance and need to be disclosed 
in order to meet the Senate's basic legal obligations. So we think the month of August is a perfectly reasonable time uh, to define the word promptly. Meanwhile, Arizona Senate Majority Whip Sonny Borelli is asking Attorney General Mark Burnovich to act. Borelli wants the Attorney General to investigate the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, who just yesterday refused to comply with a subpoena request. Borelli said in part, quote, the supervisors are acting as if they are above the law, and it is an insult to the citizens of our state. Stop tape. So here is the media. Actually, the, as far as the media coverage of the Arizona audit, this one wasn't that bad. It was almost vanilla. It was almost fair. It was almost balanced. What do you know? Because most of the coverage by the mainstream media clearly is, oh, the Senate Republicans in Arizona are crazy. They're on a witch hunt. They're biased. Their methodology, they attack. Of course, this is the, the methodology of the Marxist Democrat mainstream media cabal, the Marxist Democrats always attack the source, right? They attack me. They attack Donald Trump. You know, they attack our personalities, our character, like they have any room to attack our personalities, our character. When you look at what's going on with Andrew Cuomo, oh, perfect example of the pot calling the kettle black. But the bottom line is, this is the methodology here the mainstream media typically does. Now, this report was, like I said, rather vanilla, rather bland, rather to the point, almost like old school kind of journalism, almost like journalism revisited. Imagine that. Um, but most of the coverage in the mainstream media, be it out of Arizona, Phoenix, or on the national level, by CNN, of course, and Politico, but even... Fox News uh, will infuse in there, you know, this is a highly controversial audit. Why is it controversial? What is controversial about trying to get to the truth exactly? What is controversial about finding out whether an election was stolen? What is controversial about trying to figure out whether votes were counted more than once? What is controversial about trying to figure out whether dead people voted? What is controversial about pursuing election fraud. And anybody who will stand up in Maricopa County in Arizona or anywhere in Arizona or any of any state in America, except maybe Iowa, more on that in a minute, and says that there was no election fraud, they're lying. There's always some degree of election fraud, but this one, this one took the cake. This one is beyond any measure in the history of this republic. It was systemic, it was planned, it was organized. There was a conspiracy to steal this election. Yes, I'm going to use the conspiracy word. You can use the word collusion if you want, just like the Democrats said there was Russian collusion for three years. Whatever happened to that Russian collusion? Hmm? All these media reports, Russian collusion, the Mueller report, whatever happened to that? Oh, it just kind of went away because there never was. It was smokescreen. And now it's the opposite here. The Senate Republicans are trying to smoke out the truth. And of course, they, the media and the Marxist Democrats attack the source, not only just the Senate Democrats, but the, the folks that they hired, these cyber ninjas. Who the hell else are they going to hire? They got to hire somebody to do an audit. And so this left wing group wants to get the results and, and look under the hood of the audit, audit, audit. I don't have a problem with that, but you got to wait. The judge better have a brain in this case and wait and say, yeah, you can have the materials when they're done. And frankly, all America ought to have these materials when they're done. Absolutely. Look under the hood. But really what they're trying to do here is get the materials before. 
See, this is a preemptive strike. Political. 100% political. They don't care. They're going to pour over the results before they want to, before the results are released, so they have a preemptive strike to water it down. And the mainstream media is going to do the same thing. I've said this before, in case you, you folks don't know. In the mainstream media, when someone is up there in age, uh, an actor or a famous person, um, for example, I'm not going to use any living people, but um, let's say Gerald Ford was getting up there in age and was ill. I don't remember exactly how Gerald Ford died. I don't remember when he died. But many times in the mainstream media, they write the obituary well before the person dies, or they record it and edit it for television or for radio well before the person dies. And then in the beginning, what we call the intro, they'll just throw in you know, how he died and the date and all that kind of stuff, and then it'll all be done. The obituary is all done. Here's President Ford, you know, how he began his career, and he took over for Nixon, and blah, 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 blah. So why am I bringing this up? The obituary is already written here. That's what I'm trying to warn you about. So we need to not pay attention to the mainstream media. Don't listen to any of the coverage. Listen to this coverage. Listen to the senators on social media. Listen to what they're directly saying. And the latest on this is, you heard part of it, that is the Board of Supervisors, the Maricopa Board of Supervisors, wrote a nasty and condescending letter. It's so nasty and condescending, I don't want to read it. I'll paraphrase part of it. And they said, whatever you're doing, why don't you get it done? We're not going to help you. Well, it's your job to participate. And the chairman, the chair of the Arizona Maricopa County Senate needs to be held accountable. And so does the CEO of Dominion. And so does Dominion, the company itself. I want to remind you, though, this here program is brought to you by... My pillow. Please go to MyPillow.com, put Ledger in the promo code box, and get all kinds of wonderful cornucopia of benefits. Uh, also brought to you by Relief Factor. I just took some Relief Factor about an hour ago, and my back is miraculously better. You go to ReliefFactor.com forward slash Ledger, or call their direct number, which is 833-425-7246, um, and get relief. And uh, it was Senator Lee... Mike Lee, just yesterday, talking about how we've seen, you know, four, five percent inflation and he's saying you ain't seen nothing yet. Well, we better be ready, uh, folks. The markets, the stock markets are going very well and I'm invested in the stock markets. OK, but I'm also invested in gold and silver. And so if you go to Beverly Hills Precious Metals, they'll take care of you. That's the bottom line. 866-3-GOLD-25. Beverly Hills Precious Metals, but you got to tell them Graham sent you. Otherwise, you won't get the, the treatment, the red carpet treatment. Now, you go to my website, GrahamLedger.com, and all of this information um, is on there, including our latest ledger register question, which is simply, would you comply with another mask mandate? I know, that's a leading question. The answer is no. I didn't comply with the first one. And there is some stunning information out there about the Delta variant. You know, we're on D, right? E, it'll be the echo variant. And then we get to F. Hmm. Maybe we should name that one after the lunatic who is instigating all of this unnecessary fear and consternation in this country. Fauci. More on that another time. They're asking for public records uh, in this report. 
they say this is a public record uh, request. Okay, if if what they're cyber ninjas and the Arizona Senate is working on is public records, well, then so is the information that Dominion has on the election. Is that not public record? Of course it is. It's our franchise. Yet Dominion sent a letter, not so snippy like the Board of Supervisors. It was more professionally written and it was cited all kinds of Arizona law as to why they're not going to comply with the subpoena from the Arizona Senate. Now, remember, the Senate issued multiple subpoenas to the Board of Supervisors for information and for their logs and their, um, I think they want the routers and a couple other things. Similar requests, subpoena sent to Dominion and Dominion will not comply. But I want to back up and I want to remind you why this is so important. Then I'll circle back and I'll make sense of all this for you. There's a, a smart guy that Donald Trump referenced and it got zero play in the mainstream media who did his own analysis. His name is Seth Keschel. He's a former U.S. military intelligence officer and he's a he's a numbers guy. He's a statistical analyst. And he just crunched the numbers and he used computer models and he mapped out where the apparent voter fraud was. And it's not terribly surprising where most of the voter fraud is by his analysis in California and Maricopa County in Arizona. And if you look in Pennsylvania and parts of Georgia, Wisconsin, Nevada, you know, all these key areas, that's where uh, his analysis has led him to. And so... If we back up and we look at the vote totals in in Arizona, for example, Joe Biden, they want us to believe Joe Biden won the Grand Canyon state by 11,000 votes. Well, according to Seth Keschel's analysis, in the neighborhood of 210,000 votes are in question. Okay, 11,000 vote margin, 210,000 votes in question, probably fraudulent. It's a nice way of putting fraudulent. Let's just use the word fraudulent, shall we? Georgia, the spread between Trump and Biden ostensibly was 12,000 fraudulent votes, 300,000. Ooh, that's a nice little margin. Imagine how many times she ran that through uh, to get all those votes. Just the same ballot over and over and over and over. Remember the ballots that were pulled out from underneath the the skirt of the table in in, uh, Fulton County, Georgia? Michigan, the spread was 150,000 votes, fraudulent votes, according to Seth. Keschel is 500,000, half a million fraudulent votes in Michigan in a 150,000 vote spread. Let's move to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, the spread was 90,000. Seth Keschel calculates another 500,000 in Pennsylvania fraudulent votes. So again, spread 90,000, ostensibly Biden beats Trump, but fraudulent votes, 500,000. You seen the pattern here? Let's go to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, the spread was about 20,000 votes. Seth Keschel says that the fraudulent vote total there is 140,000. So this is why we deserve to know the truth in Arizona. And hopefully we will know the truth soon in places like Georgia and Pennsylvania and possibly Michigan and possibly Wisconsin. But it's not just those states. Okay, so those are the states that Seth says should be flipped. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, Minnesota. 
he puts in there. He also puts in there Minnesota, by the way. I don't have the vote totals for Minnesota offhand here, and I don't have them in Nevada, but Seth puts them in the flip states column. So it's not just these five states that we have identified. Um, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia. It's also Nevada and Minnesota. But Seth also puts in there more states that are potentially flipped states because of the, the voter corruption. He throws in there New Mexico, Virginia, Colorado, New Jersey, New Hampshire. That's, once again, that's New Mexico, Virginia, Colorado, New Jersey, New Hampshire, all apparently susceptible to the malfeasance and corruption that we have witnessed in various pockets uh, in this country. So imagine this, this is, that's a potential landslide. Let's say just half of those states, half of those states were actually corrupt. Donald Trump wins. Donald Trump wins in a near landslide if all of those states are corrupt. And I'm not even talking the potentially flip ones. If it's just Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Minnesota, Remember how President Trump was saying, hey, he has a good chance to turn his polling before the election that he could carry Minnesota? Well, apparently he did, if Seth uh, is correct. One person had the guts to somehow finagle himself inside behind enemy lines at Dominion and rolled a camera, a hidden camera, to have a person at Dominion, a whistleblower, if you will, a person at Dominion, explain how these machines do indeed hook up to the internet and you can see it in the video for yourself. So what some enterprising person did, I'm just going to use their video, was they interspliced the CEO of Dominion, this John Polis person, um, saying absolutely you cannot hook these machines up to the internet, you can't do it, blah blah blah. And then the undercover video, which is really garbled, if you're watching their subtitles, I'll try and uh, sum it all up afterwards. It's about a minute long, so bear with me. Roll tape. Voting systems are, by design, meant to be used as closed systems that are not networked, meaning they, they are not connected to the internet. Uh, there is no internet connectivity uh, at all. They are not designed to be connected to the outside world through either an internet connection or any other uh, external connect connectivity device. Do we have these passwords in the system? Does Dominion have any way to remotely access any of the information on any of the equipment or have remote access within the machines themselves? No. Does anybody have access to the best of your knowledge? No. This one has wireless. Right. The devices are, are grayed out. Oh, I see. Okay. So, but you'd be able to go in and do that though, right? By, by unlocking it and putting the password in. So basically what they're saying is, yeah, in case that was a little bit too garbled for you to understand. Yes. These Dominion machines, there's a box in the upper left up there that says, Hey, connect to the internet, you know, and enable wireless device enable just like you would see on a phone wireless device enable click the box and boom you're on the internet so somebody's lying here either this video is a fraud 
And I haven't been able to verify it. I just wanted you to see it. I, I have not verified this. So somebody's lying here. Either the video's lying and the box that we're seeing is, is just phony, set up, fake, or the CEO is, is lying. But I, I do know this, that this John Polis person did not cooperate with a subpoena, and a subpoena is enforceable. It has the law backing it. And so it's time for the Arizona Senate to get tough and lawful. And they need to say, okay, Mr. Polis, if you're not going to comply with the subpoena, you're going to be subject to arrest. Have the attorney general issue an arrest warrant. Have the sergeant at arms go and arrest the CEO, Polis. Okay, it's just that simple. And for Jack Sellers, who's Jack Sellers? Well, he is the genius who wrote that nasty letter to the Arizona Senate that condescending letter, signed his name to it, Jack Sellers, chair of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, issue an arrest warrant for him. Sergeant-at-arms, do your duty. And oh, by the way, to put a little cherry on top, in the Fifth Amendment of the United States Constitution, and it's mirrored, I believe, in almost every, if not all, constitutions, state constitutions, is something called eminent domain. If our franchise, our precious right to vote, isn't number one in the public interest, more than a house that's in the way of a freeway, more than a tree that must be removed and moved to another part of the city, more than anything any state or the federal government has ever claimed to be eminent domain, it is under the eminent domain purview to go to Dominion and say, as the, United, as, as the Arizona Senate should do, and claim eminent domain on Dominion, the entire company, and all assets. Because this is our precious right to vote. And by the way, Texas, Florida, and these other states, of course, California and New Jersey would never comply with this, New York. But this needs to be done by the red states and within the red states that are using this crazy dominion system. Any county, if any county in Texas, if any county in Florida, and the, probably the, the blue ones are, like Miami, using dominion, you, the state has a right to join, conjoin an eminent domain procedure against dominion. Claim eminent domain against Dominion. Seize their assets. This is our precious right to vote. They won't play ball. They will not comply with this subpoena, this lawful subpoena. These are our votes that they're holding hostage there. These are our precious pieces of the franchise. And they're not allowing them out. Claim eminent domain. Seize the company. Seize the assets. We deserve to have that information and we deserve to own the process. We the people deserve to own the process because that's what the framers of the Constitution would have wanted under Article 2 of our United States Constitution. It is up to the state legislatures now to step forward like Arizona is doing and work together. These red state legislatures have got to work together to bring this to 
a constitutional conclusion. Joining me now is Arizona State Senator and Senate Majority Whip, Sonny Borelli. Sonny, you know, you watch the mainstream media coverage. I'm sure it drives you nuts. I tell people to avoid the mainstream media coverage on the Arizona audit. Most of it is slanted. Most of it tries to make you look like dingbats or cuckoo people or cheaters or you're not uh, happy with the election results. Well, <laughs> we're not happy with the election that, that may have been stolen. That's for sure. Do you believe that we'll be able to, in the end, even if there isn't this cooperation from Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, and even if there isn't, in the end, Dominion's participation in the audit, do you believe that there will be enough evidence that will be able to draw some rational, maybe not a singular conclusion, but possible conclusions for the American people to digest? I do. And, you know, while they're trying to fight this in the court of public opinion, we have the rule of law and the courts already behind us. Uh, the courts have ruled that our subpoenas are legal and enforceable, and we're going to continue towards that. We even have the law on the freedom of information requests. You know, the, the far left hit us with the freedom of information requests because they wanted to have all correspondence between the Senate and our vendor, Cyber Ninja. And, of course, we said, wait a minute, that's legislative privilege. Well, the courts ruled against us and said, no, they have, we have have to comply and we need to disclose that because it's all public record because cyber ninjas is, is part of the is a, a agent of the senate because they're a vendor well guess what there's sickle swings both ways because we did a freedom of information request on the maricopa county board of supervisors with uh, communication between them and dominion secretary of state's office the former uh county recorder adrian fontes and we had, we did the same thing and by the way dominion is a contracted agent of the county. So they're going to have to disclose a lot of that stuff too. And they have a very weak case on trying to fight that, fight back even our subpoena. The uh, the letter they, I don't want to go into this too much, but the letter that they wrote, the Maricopa uh, board chairman, uh, Jack Sellers signed his name to, was really one of the most disgusting, condescending pieces of prose uh, I've ever seen. But then again, um, it fits their pattern, right? They, they have yeah. not cooperated. They've dragged their feet. So what, in your mind, uh, you're after all kinds of documents, right, that pertain to the election, including uh, router information, correct? And they're saying that you don't have a right to it? Right. They're, they're claiming, well, number let's back up on that one. We wanted to do the audit on site at the county tabulation center. Okay. We wanted to inspect the machines under the same environment, which they did the election and they did their certification of the machines. They chose to push everything away from the county. We wanted to bring each pallet out one at a time. It would have taken, you know, a little bit longer for those pallets to be done in that, that way in the ballots, but we wanted to inspect the machines. They chose to box everything up and drop it on our doorstep. That's why we had to go and rent the Coliseum, which cost us more money in logistics and security and a whole bunch of other things. Right. Um, we wanted to do that there. Now, so what they did is they boxed up the, the tabulation machines and the and obviously the pallets of ballots, and they all sold the routers. So when we went to go get the routers, they said, oh, wait a minute, we can't give them to you now. Okay, why? Well, because there's law enforcement sensitive data on there and possibly health, health department data on there could jeopardize people's HIPAA laws and, and rights and the same thing with law enforcement to jeopardize ongoing investigations. And I immediately blew the whistle and threw out the BS flag because the only thing that's on the routers is a date and timestamp of IP and, and MAC addresses. Right. All it does is it just tracks internet traffic. That's it. The only that's the only data that's on there. It's just numbers, so, basically. Pardon? 
it's just a numerical imprint, basically, correct? Exactly right. Just like your phone bill, date and timestamp of a phone number you call. It doesn't have the doesn't have the contents of the phone number of the phone conversation, but it has a date and timestamp of the call. Right. But when I called out the sheriff on that, I said, wait a minute, law enforcement is supposed to be on a sole and separate IT system. Why? To prevent anybody from hacking and compromising any law enforcement sensitive uh, ongoing investigations, officer safety, so on and so forth. And the sheriff's office is like three blocks away. So, you know, that's what they said was a complete was a complete falsehood. And then they said the same thing. Well, if we give you well, once we call them out on that, then they said, well, if we give you the routers and you damage them. It's going to cost us like six million dollars to replace them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, you already boxed them up to give to us already. So you already replaced the routers. So then they have to come back with our, you know, with garbage like uh, Mr. Sellers had came up with. And that's that's typical of the left. He might be a registered Republican, but using the tactics of the left is completely off. off the, it's completely amazing because what's the, I call the liberal sin, S-I-N. They shift the subject, ignore the facts, and then name call. It's, and it's, when you read his letter, it was that was 100% there. It's amazing, uh, this, this obfuscation uh, of what you're trying to do. And to, right. to characterize it in that letter is we don't know what you're doing, is is absolute, is is disgusting to me. And I hope the voters of Maricopa County are paying attention to this and put uh, Jack Sellers where he deserves to be in the next election cycle and the rest of them who are, are following uh, his lead. You have asked the Attorney General of Arizona to follow up on this and investigate. I would throw in one more, I'm, I'm gonna push you a little bit harder on this. You people have a, you're, you're former, uh, you're not former, you're always a Marine, you're retired Marine. Um, if you don't follow the chain of command and if you don't follow orders, you're punished rather severely. Well, you folks in the uh, Arizona Senate, you have a sergeant at arms and that subpoena is lawfully enforced. I would ask, this is what I would do to push it further because we're they're fighting by one set of rules. We need to fight by their rules as well. I would ask the attorney general for an arrest warrant for the Maricopa Board of Supervisors for not complying. And I would have your sergeant at arms uh, deliver that arrest warrant and throw him in whatever jail or whatever cloakroom you got there in the Arizona Senate and do it lawfully. But but do it by the book and, and hold these people right. accountable. And I would do the same, Senator, I would do the same for Dominion. This CEO, this John Polis, you know, wrote you a fancy letter as well. It wasn't as condescending. Hold these people accountable. And I'll throw one more Trump card at you. And I know this is a lot to digest. But what about eminent domain? You can claim eminent domain on a house that's in the way of a freeway project if the, if the ballots that are at Dominion are not in the public interest and part of the scope of eminent domain, I don't know what is. Well, well, let me let's, let me dissect every one of the, every, every bit of that. OK, and in accordance with the law, because we have to follow the law. OK, so getting back to what you were originally saying about the sergeant at arms, in order for us to do this, because it's also prescribed in law, we issue a subpoena. They challenge the subpoenas, the courts ruled and the AG had also uh, sent in a letter, a friend of the court, if you will, his opinion that our subpoenas were legal and enforceable. This was months ago. Courts ruled in our favor, said no, because that was what that was the matter before the court. The question is, is the Senate subpoena legal and enforceable? Courts ruled, yes, it is. So now then they continue to try to be in contempt. And then what we tried to do is we tried, we have to pass a resolution for contempt, which authorizes the president of the Senate 
to issue a warrant to send a sergeant of arms down to the call down to the county and take them into custody. Okay, you have to have 16 votes for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we already tried that. We sign up, all 16 of us sign on to a resolution to hold these guys in contempt and give the power of the giving the authority to the president and the Senate to issue the warrant to send us the uh, sergeant at arms down there if they continue to fail to comply. Unfortunately, when it came up for a vote, we only had 16 Republican senators in the Senate. We had one Republican senator side with the Democrats and giving the, the county supervisors cover. So unfortunately, we already went through that exercise. We, the president of the Senate, or the, the, a lot of people have been throwing that out there, send the sergeant arms down there and arrest them. President of the session, uh, the president can actually sign a warrant to go do that. We have to have that authorization from the body itself. I've already gone down that trail, looking for it, looking for every angle possible to, to get this done. Um, and a lot of, there's been a lot of actors. We'll just issue the warrant. Well, we just can't issue the warrant. It's not, it's not lawful because it wasn't passed by the body of the Senate. And we had one senator, it was a Judas, who decided to uh, betray his own caucus. And not only that, betray his own constituents, because they're all demanding that this audit get done. Right. Uh, so our hands are tied on that, that part. That's why I used another uh, piece of law that was uh, actually done by it was Senate Bill 1487. Uh, when Andy Biggs, Congressman Andy Biggs was in the Senate. He was the president of the Senate at the time, I believe. He ran that bill which authorizes any legislator to petition the attorney general to open an investigation if a city or county political subdivision is not following the law or they create an ordinance that undermines state law. The attorney general can investigate if the attorney general concurs that they're, fo- they're not following the law. They have 30 days to remedy. If they don't, 10% of their state shared revenues can be sanctioned uh, by the uh, state treasurer and or also be charged with a crime. Is violating a Senate subpoena as a class two misdemeanor. Okay, so that so then that would Im- penalties. So that would involve the sheriff of Maricopa County then. Well, the problem with the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office, he's a Democrat and was supported by George Soros. Right. And this is a man that actually went on the radio and actually said, under any circumstances, he will not comply with a Senate subpoena. Yeah. Wow. This man is sworn to uphold the law and the Constitution. Amazing. Yeah, again, you I can't hope the voters, write this stuff. I hope the voters are paying attention. So what well, they are, the, and with the help of folks like you, yes, they are, because the mainstream media in, in Phoenix is complete garbage. Yeah, it is. It's a total it misinformation propaganda machine uh, that runs cover for the Democrats. All right. Well, what about what about Dominion? How how do you have do you have a plan to hold them accountable? What well, about once again, uh, once again, you know, the the courts ruled that uh, Cyber Ninjas is an agent of the Senate, so therefore they must comply with freedom of information requests public records and the same thing goes with dominion that's that's why i said i just laughed again guess what your sickle swings both ways right because american oversight is the one who filed those those things that court action so which means dominion is is an agent of the county now the reason why i'm pushing so hard on the routers and the hardware tokens and the passwords is the county went on the record and said they ran the election that dominion did not run the election that their county workers had full access to everything and they ran it well then when we asked for the passwords and the hardware tokens, they said they don't have them. Who does? Oh, well, Dominion does. They're the vendor. Right. Okay, we'll get it from them. They said, well, it's proprietary. They don't have to, and they don't, and it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, whatever. It's proprietary. They can't. They don't have to give it to us. Proprietary, but the That's problem it. is those are your <laughs> votes in there. <laughs> well, what's 
what's in right what's it well we already counted all the physical ballots we already we've already gone through that exercise count all the physical ballots oh, i know that but that's that's yeah. your proprietary that's the voters proprietary exactly exactly since they're an agent of the county then they own it but so by the way they went on the record and actually just admitted they had no control of the election because they don't have the passwords or the hardware tokens so that's, it's amazing you just give them a little bit of rope they hang themselves a little bit of rope they hang themselves that's what i do jack sellers he's talking about fantasy land and and la la land or whatever he's talking about this guy's this guy's gone he's, he's i don't know where he's where he's coming from yeah because he's in fantasy land dominion wow. works for the county and they need to comply and hopefully the, the attorney general will force that that hand and force them to comply and then we can get into the machines and examine because it has been alleged that these things are hooked to the internet and if it's well, there, the there's internet, there's, a, there's undercover video that i just played a, a couple of minutes ago and uh right. and if it's verified i i have not verified it but We've heard time and time again that they can be hooked to the uh, Internet. Senator, I'm almost out of time. I want to ask you something. And that's, and that's the reason why we have to get those machines to verify all that stuff that's out okay. there now. If it's hooked to the Internet, it's a federal crime. It violates the Federal Election Absolutely. Commission. And that's and why you need the routers. Right. Okay. The, now, yeah. I, I'm almost out of time here. Um, in a minute or less, if there's evidence sufficient enough uh, for you and, and a sufficient number of members of the legislature of Arizona uh, to say, hey, there was massive voter fraud. There was massive voter corruption in the end. I'm asking you where this goes. Am I correct when I tell people that if that happened and if you can come to a majority conclusion that it did, and if you say, hey, we need to do something, is a remedy to decertify the electoral votes and all the election results and revote? Is that one of the possibilities? A revote's possibility, but uh, at this late stage in the game, I believe the only thing, the only, if we prove that this, and we have, we have the smoking gun, we have the ballistics, we have the murder weapon, we have everything, we can determine, guess what, you can't figure out who won because this thing was a complete, pardon my language, shift show. Right. Um, then we, the only thing, the option we have is passing a resolution, requesting Congress to decertify and reclaim the electors, especially if you can't figure out who a winner is. I'm prepared to say I've been on that edge, on that line, and that's where my toes are. But here's the most the most important thing people need to remember. We proved that this stuff was hooked to the Internet. Who was the perpetrators? Foreign interference or domestic interference? Right, right. If it was domestic interference, now we have a national security issue. And this is bigger than just a win-loss on an election. Absolutely. And we want to know if it was routed through Germany. And we want to know. But also all the other races as well. It's not just about President Trump and, and Joe right. Biden. It's about, about uh, the, the Senate races as well. You know, you had some close elections. Uh, in this, is, this, is, this is called election integrity. And you have a right to scrutinize your elections. It's a, you have a right to scrutinize our, our every, all the policies we have. It's guaranteed in the First Amendment. Right now, the First Amendment is being bastardized by the, the fake news out there and, and, mis, and giving everybody complete lies and misinformation and propaganda to run cover for rhinos and Democrat socialists. Well, uh, Senator, God bless you. Keep up the great work. And I want to have you back on when we get, you know, some new information or uh, some sort of uh, relative conclusion here. Will you come back on the program? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Thank you, Senator. Thank you. Prove your net. Hire a vet. So I believe it's critically important that we use all the tools in our toolbox and eminent domain is largely used for building freeways. Yes, but why not apply it here? It is our franchise that's at risk here. And Dominion is holding hostage our precious right to vote. Claim eminent domain. 
use the sergeant of arms the way the sergeant of arms is rarely used but can be used. Enforce these subpoenas. In other words, fight the Democrat Marxists, the Marxist Democrats, the way they would fight us. The Republicans, conservatives need to stop playing by a different set of rules. The Marxist Democrats are playing by junkyard dog George Soros backed and rules for radicals inspired rules. And conservatives are, are playing by these other rules. It's like the Redcoats versus the Patriots in the Revolutionary War. The conservatives are the Redcoats are getting slaughtered. No, you need to fight the, the guerrilla war that the Patriots fought. We need to be the Patriots of 1776 in the year 2021 and beyond. We need to fight the guerrilla war, fight these Marxist Democrats to the death. It is the only way, it is going to be the only way to preserve this republic. This edition of The Ledger Report is on its way. The Archives Library of Congress, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs>